0: You are now listening to Couch Coach Live.
1: So we're back here on another Couch Coach Live. What's going on, Maui? Oh,
2: chilling. What's up, Coach? How's your week been?
1: Oh, man, good, man. It's another... Week just chill, you know, daily routine, you know, just right. working, then hitting hitting the grocery store every weekend. That's all. That's all okay. I do, man. At this still, point.
2: So you still going out, and getting to see how they putting up all this plexiglass and, and yeah, you know, all this crazy stuff. They supposed to open wearing up you know, our area, you know, this
0: weekend. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I get, yeah. Wearing the mask every day, you know. Wearing the mask, you know, when I go out and just, you know. Just, you know, uh, uh, the new normal. Right. But, hey, I mean, just chilling.
2: Right. Um. They say, they, you know, they're not going to they give Northern, Northern VA a little bit longer. But, so you know, I was talking to the guy who, you know, like my barber. And he was like, man, he got to order all this plastic stuff one customer at a time. And then you got to lock the door. Every time a customer come in, your customer come in, and he say you got to put all this plastic on. He has to put on plastic aprons. The customer got to put on
1: plastic. It's about to go me trip. Yeah, and that's one thing too. Like once, once it's time to get a haircut, it's going to be very interesting how that's going to play out. <laughs> <laughs> because like everybody I was like, "Well, you can wear a mask." I'm like, "I, I can't wear a mask because if they're trimming my beard, that's mm-hmm. impossible." Yeah, like N- yeah. So I was like, "That's like you know, you know, people being you know being cautious." But I'm like, uh. As the, you know, as the, you know, like I can't wear no mask. Like,
2: right. They got to have on gloves, but they, most of the time, they have on gloves anyway.
1: Right. And that's the thing, too, where, and I think the whole mask thing is like, I mean, as long as they have a mask, I mean, you should be, you know, you think it should be good. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Because to me, because when, you know, all their, as as Anthony Fauci would eloquently say, droplets, (laughs) it'd be in the mask. So it's just like, I'm cool. I'm like you know. Her like, hey, I me. Mean. Hey, they wearing a mask. You know, at least one, of as, long as one of us is like to me. I quit almost like an accident. As long as you know, you know, you can't. You know, you you can only do your part. That's in the essence where you know you wear your seatbelt. You you know you wear your seatbelt. You ride a speed limit. You don't follow too far. You just do what you have to do. You just right. have to be, you know, on defense versus rather right. being on offense. Right. But yeah, man. So. Yeah, man. How was your week?
2: Uh, um, man, you know, me dealing with the main job, it's it's been a little rough because it's like Christmas, you know. It's more than what it usually is. Right. This is kind of supposed to have been like the chill time, you know. And it's not the chill time. It's like people got some money, so they really. You know what I mean?
0: They order and
2: stuff. But um, besides all that, like I said before, this is really, you know, my life. So I ain't really set tripping like that or making, you know. I'm happy that, uh, again, shout out to (laughs) Chick-fil-A. Because Chick-fil-A, like, they're thinking and being creative. You know what I mean? And it's like they, even though you upset that they close on Sunday, they make it up to you just by being so organized. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you see that line, you be like, man, I ain't waiting that line. And little do you know, <laughs> you only going to be in about ten minutes. It ain't nothing. You know, so shout out to them, man. Like, I went there for my daughter, and she was like, daddy, I really, you know, I'm in a Chick-fil-A now. And I'm like, okay, cool. We go. And I'm like, what is this? It got like a, <laughs> it was like a, they had, it like they had it set up. You know, you got to go in there. It's like one of the worst places to have a Chick-fil-A anyway. And you had to go in, and you had to go in the other parking lot, and then you had to make a right turn, and you come up. And then as soon as you get in their parking lot, a person comes to you with a tablet and takes your order. What's your name? Tell them my name. And then I drive up some, I pay. And then when we go around, we ain't even got to drive through to go through the window they got some young kids, some young, you know what I'm saying, some workers come out and bring you your food. I'm like, man, this is wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not joking. I'm like, man, this is – and then I think, personally, I, I think that they really – some people are just so stuck in what they used to do and they don't understand, like, okay, hey, you know, did you know that if you don't have time, you can actually order, you can, you know, order your groceries, you know, and I I do think some companies need to step up on that because you order it and then they be like, well, they didn't have this, they didn't have this. So they still, you know, getting used to that. The ordering online, it's cool, but at the same time, some places got you waiting three hours, but I'm hoping that they can fix that eventually. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, it's like a lot of people who's never tried that stuff is trying it, and they're like, wow, it's still convenient. I could. Finish what I need to do at home, knowing the stuff is still coming. You know, we know we used to that though. You know what I mean? Oh yeah,
1: yeah. You know, that's one thing too is you know having to adjust on the fly and you know, you know, like you know, that's how it is. You got to adjust on the fly, just like what ESPN had to do where we had no sports and hey, they gift us with the Last Dance documentary essentially two two months in advance, and it's so sad that we're almost nearing to the end. So let's talk about uh, Episodes seven and eight. Uh, get your just your overall thoughts on um, episode seven and eight.
2: I've grown. When I started this, I was like, okay, I'm about to dog Jerry, Mr. Cross, right? But now, I have a compassion for Michael that I think I I don't think I've ever had before. You know what I mean? Uh, still, a lot of stuff that I had about him. Um, I still have because I watch some of the stuff, but I understand it. I think I, me being grown, I understand and understand it a little bit more. And, you know, I just have a lot of sad. I don't want to say sadness, but I have a lot of compassion for him and a lot of things that he had to deal with. You know what I mean? It's a lot, man. And, and then the loss, you know what I mean? Some of the decisions he made and some of the loss, that, that's, that's that's really what I'm taking from this. You know what I mean? And he was, he affected a lot of people and a lot of teammates. A lot of teammates are saying, hey, you know, he was this, this, and that. But, you know, we won, and he, you know, he brung the best out of us." But I think a lot of them have some some, some issues, too, that they're not really going to ever tell. You know what I mean? That's of course. But, but, you know, short and sweet, that's like, that's how I feel. I, I have a it got
1: to the point that I started really feeling sorry for Michael. Yeah, this this one was weird because everybody said, well, episode seven is going to probably be the best episode. I'm like, really? And then it was like, you know what? And I'm not saying, like I'm not going to rank them. That's just, one through ten is just going to be phenomenal for me regardless. But to see Jordan this transparent is like it's 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 not weird, but it's just it's one of those things where it's just like wow, like you know you really just kind of is you really realize the enormity of of the, the well I would call it the method in the madness of how you know how it would be the best way to to pretty much um, you know explain it. I, like you said, the, I think the whole thing about this teammate thing, where and I hated how people were trying to say, well, does Michael Jordan look like a bully? And I'm like, no. It, it bought the best out of his teammates. Like, even though, like, like what was it, Will Perdue was saying, you know, that he was an asshole, this, that, and third, but he was also a hell of a teammate. And that's one of the things where it's like, it really, that really, that phrase pretty much showed you, you know, in those two episodes. And I just, I think one of the moments I really liked was the whole thing with him and Scott Burrell, even though, you know, he picked on Scott Burrell, because, of course, Scott Burrell was this young guy um, who was at that time was was you know had some potential. He was really kind of talented, you know, coming out of UConn, and I uh, was kind of riding him. And then you know Scott Burrell, he didn't he didn't flinch. He said, hey, you know, like he said, oh, you need to guard Judd. He's like, no, I'm gonna guard you. And when you look at those type of situations, like that would give somebody that type of confidence to think like, man, I'm going against a guy like him. It's like. To me, being around him would be like, damn, the, the, their practices are hard, but the games are easier. The games are fun. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
1: I got. That I that's why I think I really got from it. And then I think even in the sense where, you know, he, you know, was riding Scott Burrell. but then like when his when his former teammates came into town, Jordan was very cordial with them, mm-hmm. had a great conversation with them, and you know, and and you know, autographed their memorabilia and what have you. And i like, that's where it's like. And like and like Jordan said it and Ed, and and when he said it, you know, winning has a price. Leadership has its price, mm-hmm. and you seen and you seen basically the price he had to pay. Mm-hmm. And then the 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 emotional moment where he cried and was like, whoa, like
2: oh, you were done.
1: I was, I'm no, I was okay. I held it together, Knock it <laughs> off. But I mean, no. it was like. I didn't mean it like that. I know what you mean, yeah. I was like, wow. Because you, and and, and, you know, you, you know, we, and the crazy thing about it all is when we, you know, when we talked about about this on the podcast in February at the Kobe funeral, we were like, to see that type of emotion, we only really seen that during Hall of Fame and then, of course, for the passing of uh, Kobe. And those are kind of like, like moments where you're like, wow, you know, this guy's emotional where, you know, like saying we knew that type of Jordan that was just like a dog. And to oh. kind of see that kind of emotion, it takes you a bag. Right. Yeah.
2: Um, okay. Well, also, um to see – it, it was – they really get a different perspective on the Scotty Pippen year that that, uh, that really they was – and I'm going to be honest with you, Okay, when Jordan left, I believe that was a transformation of a different Jordan when he came back. And I, to me, this is my opinion, I felt like it pushed Pippen to be a leader because Pippen brung the team together. And, okay how can I say this? I got to say this right cuz I thought about this. I was saying okay that team that Pippen had, right, was different. Mm-hmm. Like the league had did, had completely changed. They wasn't like they were in the 80 in the late 80s, in the early 90s. Them guys were gone. This is a different style of basketball now. And I think people need to understand that. You know, you understand you got Gary Payton, you got Sean If you got a lot of different athletic they, they not lazy. They swifter in the air. They were different. You know what I mean? So, like, when, when Jordan left, I felt like he went through a transformation and played basketball, and, his, and this is pre-his father. So now he got to play basketball without his dad being there. I believe that um, Scottie Pippen became a better leader. And even though he made that mistake when he sat on the bench, I felt like, that was still part of his destiny that he still had to deal with, because I always felt like with him he make these these decisions that be like, come on, Scotty, why did you do that? You know what I mean? But he's able to overcome them. Just just he's able to deal with it, and I deal with it. Blah blah. blah. But he can bring a team together, and a younger team together that I don't believe Jordan could. You understand? You understand what I mean? Where mm-hmm. Jordan could, and then. And because of that, because I, I mean, like I was talking to somebody because Jordan only know, knew how to motivate people, how he was motivated, which his dad would pick on him because he would lose or his, his they would pick on each other. And that drove him. That's why when you watch the whole thing, if he was lost or something like that, he will find a way to hit that switch. George Carl not coming not coming and saying what's up to him for, for dinner. You know what I mean? Where was that dinner? Mm-hmm. Now you do nothing but switch something and made it, <laughs> you know what I mean? When he should have mm-hmm. just. You understand what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, me and you, me and you, we we hard workers, we all these different things. But we do not like people to yell at us, to cuss at us, or any of that, do we? Do we,
1: Coke?
2: That's right. Not but then, even though you have somebody like that, you have. I'm the person who's like the second person or might be the boss that will come and be like blah 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 but say it in a respectful way and this this and that and calm our emotion and then they'll bring the best out of us. You understand? And I yeah. felt like I felt like that's what Scottie Pippen learned because I said I've never heard them really speak on how he took the triangle and he, he was moving the ball and was using everybody the way he wanted to. I I was so I'm gonna tell you, man. What if he just came in that game and they not won that series? Yeah. Like we, you never yeah. know. Like what? if they? The, when, when Jordan came back, or you know what I'm saying? Like the
0: whole outlook might have been different. But we all know what the history is, and that that goes
2: with the story. But that's one thing that had touched me. That how I love that. I love chemistry. So I love how Scottie Pippen was able to step up. And he was able to, you know, get all the team together. They all played together. And you know what's funny too, man? I believe that team right there. Listening, to Cartwright said he was crying, and oh, yeah. you know, he you mm-hmm. tear up and all that. That it hurt them that that happened because that made that took that took away from Shadi Pippen saying, you know what, he is just like the man. Because the man would have never done that. Yeah. Jordan would have and, never done that. He would have never done that, bro. You know what I'm saying? And that made to me, Scotty Pippen look like he's still the little brother. You know what I'm, like like yeah. Joe Montana, Steve Young. You see what I'm saying? Like you, yeah. uh, Aaron Rodgers and, and Brett Favre. Like you had it, and you should have just did that and whatever it was afterwards. But like my like like Scotty Scottie Pippen said. I would didn't I would have done the same thing, you know. <laughs> but yeah, bro, like that's that that it's it's more to it. Once we keep talking, it's gonna more come to me. Yeah. But that's the oh, thing yeah. that stood out to me. You know, yeah,
0: I that
1: was yeah, and that whole situation was crazy. Cause like you said, you think about it, that's at that point in that series, and they win that game, and you would think, oh, you, know, you know, the locker room should be like ecstatic. You know, you win the game on the buzzer against, you know, in the playoffs. And, I mean, like, Bill Cartwright literally was in there in tears, like, and almost in, in like, disappointment. Because, like you said, it speaks to the love that they cared for Scotty. Because you think about it, in a normal case, if you really didn't give a damn about a guy, you could just go celebrate. I mean, this should have been, like, a a happy, you know, a very happy locker room. But then, you know, coupled with that. Right, and it was that's gone. when the was gone, bro yeah. yeah, and that's what ultimately how the series ended, essentially, I mean essentially, even though the series continued, but that's when you knew like damn, in season this the series is over because at that time right. that's when everything happened and 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 that's one thing too, when I hate where they're killing Scotty over this, and I think it was just one of the things where it just it was really built out of frustration and right. And, and and that's another thing where I hate what we do in society. We kill a guy that had one selfish mistake. Right. We forget about all the stuff that he's been a part of. He was a you right. know a top fifty NBA player, and brilliant, went in like nine seasons of his of um a playing. He was named to the you know the, the NBA fifty, and you know just like you think of all this stuff that he has done in his career. And that's another thing that's going to haunt them, which is just crazy. Um, and another thing I really, um, I, you know, I, you know, I love too, the, um, everything that's going on in baseball, where I think when people really realize that, you know, and also, and it's kind of, um, kind of going with Pippen as well, that in a sense, it's kind of low-key courageous. And to go back to, back with M.J., To think, like, you know, people, you know, and and it's him playing baseball really showed his work ethic to the T. Where, you know, you looked at a guy who was 31 years old playing baseball, like, that's unheard of. Like, who hasn't played baseball over almost, you know, 10, 15 years? Uh He goes out there, and he's just like one of the guys, don't have an ego. He was the first one that bad practice in the morning. He had a big kid there, what, 7.30, 6 o'clock in the morning. And hit balls all day, and he was getting better, you know. And that's one thing too. Like I didn't even—that's funny. I didn't even know that. Cause you know, you get—you know—when you you get these convoluted stories about Joe and all he sucked in baseball. This man had a thirteen-game hit, hit, hit uh, thirteen-game hitting streak to start off his <clears> baseball career, and and just like that, and then him just improving, and then he just—you know—he went out there and he proved to people, hey. Whenever you, whatever you put your mind to, even though people, you know, talk all that crap about you, or why are you playing baseball? But guess what? Jordan worked his ass off, and he did what he had to do, and a and a big fu to Sports Illustrated. Shout out to Sports Illustrated, the biggest F you and in, in, in um, that Jordan did. That was that was beautiful. Like you, know, that's so funny. Like he never granted an interview with Sports Illustrated after that after that uh, cover. Right. Shout out, to the sports. Shout out to MJ.
2: I, I don't, I don't have no evidence, but you know what I saw too, bro, is that yeah. he was the architect of what what the media is now.
1: Do you? You know that?
2: So like, mm-hmm. and I believe that, like you know, we talking goat talk now. I keep saying it's an evolution of the player, right? So I think Kareem had went to a place, right? And then they was like, okay, we can't market that, you know. This is just me, and you talk. So we can't market that because of the some. He wasn't loud like Muhammad Ali, so they can use him to promote. Kareem was just a philosopher type of guy, you know what I mean? Basketball player. So then they had to figure out ways, you know. Magic smile, Magic and Bird, you know. Dr. J, athleticism, and the myth, you know what I mean? Then you got, then you you get. Um, then eventually Jordan comes, right? And Jordan fit everything that they wanted. He had the smile, charisma, you know what I mean? And he gave them everything they wanted. Everything they wanted, he gave and gave and gave. He gave he gave everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then they tried to tear him down. And then I didn't even know. He was like, oh, okay, he went prints on them. I'm not doing this interview. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. You know what I mean? And and you know who I see. You know what I mean. Like you know what I'm like. Okay, so now I know why he does that. Like you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. it's like I know he. They, people say, well, he wasn't in the social media, but he. That was what 2000. What? Like he played until what? Oh three.
1: Yeah, oh three. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So right. So even though they, we didn't have social media, we still had the internet. So he still was yeah. dealing with dealing with stuff. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, it's. Even though I know there was the media way before Michael Jordan, but I'm, I know that. But I think it was a different monster being, a, a different dragon being, or or you know being born at that time. That it was just overbearing because what I remember is that that a lot of athletes used to be very like, for instance, Muhammad Ali and and was the Howard corsell Yeah, they were friends, so they fed mm-hmm. off each other even though you would think they were enemies, you know what I'm saying? And, like, but they would do things a certain way out of respect, you know what I mean? And yeah. it seemed like a lot of that stuff, you got to be a journalist, okay, but it just seemed like a lot of that stuff was just changing and you have all these new um, reporters, all like, Sports Illustrated doing that. And you know, and he said they were talking again. So that must show you that Sports Illustrated was changing. You know what I mean? Okay. There was something about them that was changing. They would rather just. Throw some dirt It'd be more controversy to, to sell, sell articles, you know? And I, I saw that, too. I was just like, oh, so he started getting to the point that he didn't even want to talk to the media no more. Because that's one thing I remember when I was young is that he always addressed the media a certain way. Mm-hmm. And spoke, was able to be able to spoke, to speak a certain way that they respected it. You know what I mean? And he'd give them the right type of interview that they want. And then I'm watching this, and I'm like, oh, he was really agitated by them. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But anyway.
1: Yeah. And and I think, too, where I think, I know we, and it's funny because I think we really focus on now the present-day social media. But in the same token, you got to think about when Jordan came around, you know, beforehand, you know, about the 80s, that's when you start having – the advent of sports talk radios, the twenty-four hour news cycle that we that we you know have now that is just you know has has blown up exponentially. Uh-huh. So you know versus back in the day where you know all the stuff was just printed in you know like Sports Illustrated and in and in newspapers
0: uh-huh. where
1: you know so now you, these guys got to fill stories. You know now you got uh-huh. what they call shock jocks. And it's right in his wheelhouse, right in his era You know, they gotta fill You know, fill in these time spots And they gotta fill up You know, now, you know ESPN is a 24 hour conglomerate That was in its infant stages When Jordan first came around In 84 So it's just one of the things where it's just like the evolution Of the media Like you said, it's almost like He kind of, you know he, you know, he evolved it to the next level Um Another thing that I um, that I want to touch on um, dealing with the uh, doc, um, the situation with his father, I think. Which I'm this weird because everybody is so like, I wish I wish they would have showed more, but it's so everything that they showed. To be honest with you, they could show more. This is a ten hour documentary, folks. Like this could be a. Twenty hour, twenty. This could be a twenty four hour documentary. Essentially, yeah, it really could. When you sit down yeah. and think about it, that's
0: that's scary though. That's
1: scary. Yeah, but it would be it would it would be fun. It'd be a fun <laughs> day to just just to watch that just the whole day straight from midnight to midnight. But but you know just to say that say that um, that whole angle like with the father was you know father situation which I didn't really don't know, know much about it per se. Um, you know. And it's crazy, like you know that that had it happen and and just like like everything happened so quickly, you know when you' thinking about you know he was found what after like after being missing for three weeks that was like in August, the funeral was in August, and then you know he announced his retirement, and that's a, and that's another thing where media like how you know now it's just like there's a like they couldn't even the whole thing about the Jordan retiring they announced that when he was at the White House game throwing out that pitch and that playoff game and it's just like how that, that leaked during that and they Jordan peeled off at the at the seventh inning and um dipped out and then the retirement in ninety three where it's just crazy like and it and it's just weird like i, I you know of course I don't remember that I you know way too young. But just like how they were saying, like, you know, where were you moment when he retired? You know, of course I remember 99, but... I don't but
2: remember, when I remember, I remember when he retired. Yeah. I remember when he came back. I remember when he came back.
1: Oh, yeah, everybody I was, remember that, yeah. I moved yeah. to
2: Virginia. I
1: was in Virginia,
2: mm-hmm. and I, but I was up in Maryland. Wasn't it around, like, Easter or something like that?
1: It was, in um, like, in March of 2000... Um, shoot. Mm, March of 1995.
2: So it might have been it was like I think it was like Easter. It was some I think it was Easter, bro. I'm telling you because I remember mm-hmm. I was I was in Northern I was in Maryland and I went over to my little brother's um uncle's um his um little brother's um grandfather's house and um <laughs> uh Jamal was like I said, We going to church tomorrow, right? He was like, Yeah And he was like, But I ain't going to their church I was like, Why? He was like I said, What's wrong with the church? I said, Is it great singing and blah blah blah? He's like yeah, it's a beautiful church. They got the best choir in the area. I said, well, "What's wrong?" I said, "What's?" I said, well, where, "Where you gonna go?" He said, "We gonna go to the small church around the corner." I was like, "Okay, man." I said, well, "Why don't you wanna go to that one?" He said, "Man, they gonna be in there all day." And Jordan coming back, I was cracking up. <laughs> I said, Yo. "Man, it was like seven people in that church." like, I was like, "You crazy, man?" Went in there, got us a Burger King. And ran in that house. and come joy running, that walking
1: out, chewing that gum. Yeah. And and what's crazy about it all? I didn't know this, like you know, whole baseball thing. And then actually him walking, you know, um, walking the picket line, and not knowing, like within like a week or two, he you know he has his breakfast with B.J. Armstrong, and then like a week later. He's playing for the Bulls, and the thing like like and, and that's one thing too where I'm glad they kind of illustrated that because it felt like it was like an easy transition, even though in a sense it was a great transition. But I like how Tim Grover kind of illustrated the fact that hey, you know he you know he really messed his body up by playing baseball in a sense. So and this and that's another layer like tag like that just speaks to his greatness, even though. I mean, he did a he did a phenomenal job in that you know that brief um, about two months that they well not even two months probably about a year, about a month and a half that they played. I'm like that's really you know that's like that's really like outstanding when you really sit down and think about it because yeah I guess when you when you think about it you don't think like these things happen that quick. I didn't know it was that drastic. Like he went talked to B.J. Armstrong was like about like, well, you know, you know, I might go, you know, go back to practice facility and check everybody out, and then within an instant he comes back. It's amazing, like,
0: Man, he's and, and this should just, just the type of.
2: whatever he wanted to do, cause, like, I know, but real, that's like... what I'm
1: saying. But that's what I'm saying. That's that's, that's what I'm saying. We, because right, but this like the the, the devil in the details. Because right. you're just thinking that it's all yeah, this is it's easy because it's me. But it just speaks to how good he is. Like a normal person, like he, like with Tim Grover, would not nah, he didn't say it, but he, he, how he illustrated it was like you really don't realize how not in basketball shape he was, and he and he balled the way he did. Where you don't, it's one thing. Where that's one thing you don't really realize because you just you just get caught up in the greatness. It's like this the devil in the details, and I just like mm. how. He illustrated that point. Yeah, I mean, that was yeah. I mean, yeah. That, he's Michael Jordan. He can do whatever he want, but right. that's just amazing. That's another. That's just another thing that made like wow. That it just helps the story. And then, like you said, going back to the mental games, and I love that. And that's one thing too. I loved about it. Like he created, and that's what you have to do in a sense. Where when you're at that level, you always have to find some type of chip on your shoulder. Some type of mental edge Like and Paul Bradford Smith You know wherever he's listening Hopefully he's listening to the show but Paul Bradford Smith Has a hell of a game Has a hell of a game I think he has what Like 37 36, No he has 37 points And Jordan Allegedly allegedly, Said that he put his hand Bradford Smith put his hands his, his arms around him and said good game MJ and then comes back the next night. He said, you know what, I'm gonna score more in the first half than he did the whole game. And he scored thirty six. Like that's crazy. And like you yeah. said, the George Call situation when you mentioned earlier. George Call is boy. That's a he's a Carolina guy that's they both Dean Smith disciples. That's my boy. Like, so he don't catch me at, he don't, he don't, he don't hit me up. If he sees me at dinner, he don't say nothing. Alright cool I'm going to give you the business Like those little things I'm Like, And I think that's just it, and, and, and it's something that we You know of course It was cringeworthy to be real with you During the Hall of Fame uh, Speech Where he just like Like he dug into Poor um, Pat Riley and, and Jeff Van Gundy But I loved it I loved every minute of it I was like if I was them it was cringe but it's like how he like he's like, Yeah, you know, and Pat Ryan and then his old little now, he don't think he said flunky, but it's like yeah, that old Jeff Van because, you know Jeff, Gun- Jeff Van Gundy was clapping back. He like, you know, Michael tried to be little. He now he was say he, he tried to befriend everybody and then try to beat them on the court. And that's crazy, like, how did he still remember that from nineteen ninety six when he said that? It was like <laughs> That's like, that's like, that type of stuff is just like, yo, you you got to love somebody like that. You just got to love that type of spirit.
2: Right. I, I was sitting here, like I said, see, I would just be cool with it. Like, you don't even bother. Like, you know what I'm saying? You had, I always had to have, I'm going to tell you something too, man. Like, like I was telling my dad, you know what I mean, or some of my people, We was we was all talking, right? I said, it might have been some people that would, could challenge Mike. and But because of his personality and how overly competitive he is, this is not that, that they wouldn't even try it. And I, I wonder, and I, I think that sucks for him, because I hope mm-hmm. one day that he realized that, that it might have been some people that could beat you. But they was like, and do you, you know that too, Chris, that it might, it might have been some people better than him that even oh, no, on that no. team they could have ate him up, but they didn't because of how he will react afterwards, because it's not going to yeah. stop. It's, no, it's not going to stop. It's like watching Bill Cosby and Sandman Sims challenge. Like, come on, man. He, but you know the person I bet you he did that to all the time? Ron Harper. Ron Harper probably laughed and wouldn't let it stop. You know what I mean? He hate that up. But I was watch- that's still unhealthy to me, because it's not – it's still you're still dealing with an illusion. Like, you won't and I think that also became the problem. Like, part of the monster of Jordan was that people – a lot of people, who could he trust, especially after his pops passed? You know what I mean? Because they were saying his dad was his best friend. So once his pops passed, who could he trust? Like, who could – you know what I mean? You start having all these Jets men. You start having teammates that are fans of yours. You know what I mean? You start having people like, I'm just happy to be here. I don't want to piss him off. You know what I mean? 'Cause if you beat him, you pissed him off. If you if you shook him up, you pissed him off. You know what I mean? And I don't think I don't think being person I don't think that's a good thing. You know what I mean? I think I would want somebody to be honest. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and, and and don't feel like but like he said with Steve Kerr. He said Steve Kerr was a fiery dude too, so he came back at me. And he said, I apologize because I lost it. You know what I mean, but a lot of that comes from the anxiety of the pressure he was putting on himself, of getting back there. But I think if he would have understood that, let me no make it just a job. But he, I don't think he knew how to do that. B. I think I, yeah. even though after afterwards, I think he he joke around this, this and that. I don't think he knew how. I think for baseball, he did. You know that I believe baseball that because he wasn't the man, even though he was the man, that he was able to get that equally love because he knew that they were better than him. You know, yeah,
1: and like, yeah, yeah, and almost funny because he kind of he touched on that touched on that because remember how he was saying how the clubhouse was essentially like being a kid again, where he was right. just one of the guys versus right. he wasn't the alpha.
2: He came, when I noticed, and this is the vibration, the vibe that I was getting when he came back, it was almost like they were protecting him. You know what I mean? When he first came yeah. back, it was like they were giving him motivation. And it wasn't even just the Bulls, bro. It was the
1: league.
2: When they was playing them basketball games for, at, um... Um, oh, Warner Brothers. With, for Space Jams, yeah. Warner Brothers. All yeah. them guys came in. You had Jawan Howard. You had all those dudes came in to play basketball with him because they understood. You know, and I'm going to po- apologize to you because I can't apologize to Michael Jordan. Part of me do think that it was that he did get suspended and some other stuff like that, and I want to apologize about that because that's not fair because he did lose he did, did lose his dad. You know what I mean? hmm you know, some, some stuff that I had investigated, information I got, it, it, it said some stuff. But I don't even want to speak on that, but I want to apologize about that because then I started seeing, okay, you got to understand, he did all this, but he just lost, really, his best friend. The thing that always motivated him to win is all he wanted to do was win so his dad could be like, I'm proud of you. That was his whole life to me, and now what is he supposed to do? It's gone. You know what I mean? So to have all those players play basketball with him to get him in basketball shape, because the league needed him. You know what I'm saying?
0: Oh yeah. The Bulls. And I need. felt
2: like I felt, yeah, they they needed him. You know, he left, and they just happened that he back, and all those guys as a league, all those star players came to play ball with him. And you see Dennis Rodman there, and this they hadn't even played yet. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It, this whole thing gave you a whole different perspective on Dennis Rodman. Oh, yeah. A whole different perspective on Dennis, Dennis Rodman. Because I remember how they dogged and tried to make Dennis Rodman look. This last day, that's one per, one pe- person, one of the people yeah. that I see from this that I have a whole new respect for. But they would all
1: there to yeah. pick him up. Uh, and, yeah, then go back to that point with Dennis Rodman. like, it's funny because I always just looked at him as, like, you know, of course, 13, you know. 13 year thirteen-year-old mm-hmm. child, everything just comes easy to him. Like, but then you think of yourself now as an adult. You're like, yeah, he. I know why he's in the Hall of Fame. He had right. Hall of Fame work ethic. Like, you understand. Like, I totally understand. Like, now you're like, you know, and I knew about the Detroit situation. You know, I knew about a little bit bits and pieces about Detroit of how you know he was a defensive player. And I knew he was like, you know, the emotional guy. But I didn't know how hard he worked and where he, you know, his humble beginnings. Mm. And that's one guy where you're like, and it's crazy with him that you know it's and he was one of those guys where, like, like Jordan said, even though you think Dennis ain't here with you, but he's still on point. Mm. Like the whole thing about the drilling practice, where you know they were doing the, the laps around the court. Like he was you know just coming off of Vegas, and he still like doesn't do off the floor I um, mean it's amazing, and like you said, how Jordan needed you know the league needed him the the bulls come on like you gotta literally sit down and think about it. This team was when for Jordan got there was thirty, four and thirty one like i mean it it went down south real quick. Like we could have literally had the last dance in 1994, I mean 1995. Pardon me. Because who's to say Jordan doesn't come back? They they maybe sneak in the playoffs. They you know uh, you know slightly above or below 500, right, teetering in that 500 line. And lo and behold, we could have had the last dance in '95 because Kraus probably could have done that. Cross probably would have pulled or Crumbs. I shouldn't say that. That's that's kind of, uh, but that's just an affectionate nickname. I'm I, that's messed up. I hate saying that because he's dead. Like it's kind of disrespectful.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: it's kind of like it's it's an endearing name. Like it's not that bad bad of a name, Crumbs. But I'm going to say that I'm gonna stop doing that. But anyway, but yeah, it speaks yeah, like to I'm that dead. when you when you when you like you're saying like. He, they needed him desperately because they could have literally blew this team up this team, you know.
2: Well, I think it, I think like I said, I think if Scottie Pippen when he came on the floor, they made that shot, I think that would have gave them confidence. And I think that broke their confidence. And mm-hmm. I and then they lost the series. They hadn't lost the series. You gotta understand, this is the thing. They were playing team ball all year and that's what Cartwright was crying about because Cartwright might have been one of those guys that really didn't care for Jordan, might not even care for this. I don't know this. This is me and you talking. I don't want to paint no narrative, but Cartwright might not have liked how Jordan led. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He might not have liked that because he was an offensive guy anyway. You know what I mean? So he might not have liked that. And to see Scotty say, you get into the – being pushed up. It's almost like Kareem and Magic, and they say I mean, you're going to take over now. You know what I mean? And he pushed him at and then they were happy. They It was a different type of locker room. You know what I mean? And
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then, you don't get on the floor. You don't, you know what I mean? And, and be the type of player that Scotty Pipps was. They really don't like guys like that. You know what I mean? They really don't like players like that. And it, it, you remember, like, think about it. If he'd have did that, and they'd have, they'd have made them, like, okay, they all would have had confidence and would have came close. You you being a Bulls fan, you probably would have loved it. You know that? Because it probably Absolutely. would have been
0: extreme
2: special. It would have been a special year for them. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
2: Because it, it, they always had Michael, so now Michael gone, it's the system. It's the coaching. It's, it's you know, everybody just stepping up. It would have been something special. I felt the way they set it up, and they was like, well, Scotty's not a the, you got the triangle, but Scotty's not a scorer. He's a facilitator. And I was like, then I'm watching them. They throwing the ball. They passing the ball all the way around. I'm like, this is a complete different Chicago Bulls team. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Everybody got the confidence. Everybody knocking their shots down. And, and and I just think it'd have been it'd been something special. And then just got marked with that black eye. I'm not coming out. But
1: I know I'm oh, not Scotty
2: Pippen, and he <laughs> I'm not Scotty Pippen. And his life, and it seemed like through this whole thing, he was battling that. clear oh, yeah. this, this whole thing is battling that. So, um, what else? Um,
1: oh, we what gotta I get did to like. The, a, mm-hmm.
2: Go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead. We gotta
1: get to the funny part. The what part? The the the, the most funniest part of of um of episode eight. So Gary Payton talks all this trash about Jordan. Not trash, but how he was a Jordan stopper. Jordan watches it on, on the iPad and just starts busting out laughing. All right. Your thoughts on that?
2: Um, first of all, this is what I did. This is this the thing. And don't get mad at me, Chris. All right? Why wouldn't he not have regardless, have Gary Payton sticking Michael Jordan anyway. Like well, I don't know why don't why if Mike, if he's the number one defensive guy, why wouldn't you do that? Why I need I was like, come on, George, you know you can't count if it ain't okay, if you down three zero, like even if he you can't stop Jordan. But if he has a better chance, why wouldn't you do that? And it's like, you know, that 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 makes it's like why would you have Craig Aloe um, sticky and Michael Jordan, why wouldn't you have Ron Harper? You know what I mean? That bothers
1: me. It's coaching. And that's why I tell people all the time coaches have to put you in a position to win. This like when people say, Well, coaches are overrated, this that and the third That's not like, true. Remember, and right, and that's what I said. And it's funny because I had I did a debate between coaches between I had Phil Jackson, the other guy had Bill Belichick. But like, even though you might have these best players, but you gotta put these guys in the best position to win. Like George Call. That team was talented. I mean, you gotta think about that, these Sonics team, they were winning sixty games a year. They right. weren't just, you know I mean, compared to of course when you look at the Bulls that were seventy two and ten. But this team they team those teams were winning like 60 games like I'm wondering like 2 or 3 years in a row. Like this was a good team like you said. He's the defensive player of the year. That's, you that's, don't stick... you know, right.
2: Go ahead, ahead. no talk. I'm sorry. Go yeah. Ahead. And you
1: don't and you don't and you don't put your best defender on the best offensive weapon in the league much as the generation.
2: That's the problem with the
1: league. That's the problem right. with the
2: league. And you know and the more they keep doing these documentaries, right? They're going to keep doing. This, and you're going to hear some truths come out where you're going to be like, okay, well, why wouldn't? go I told him is to play this person, or I told them where you got announcers and people on these shows saying, I wouldn't care. I'm gonna stick this person. You know what I'm saying?
0: Or mm-hmm. I'm gonna do this.
2: You know what I mean? And that's, right. that's that's ridiculous to me. That's ridiculous to me. You know what I'm saying? I, I couldn't believe that. And then if anything, you could put Peyton in it because even though Michael was known for always making his shots, Peyton might have just, because it was just the thing, too, it was different also, whereas these young guys was not scared of Michael. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. They wasn't. That's why I was saying that things had changed a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Things had changed where more when we keep talking, they like, these dudes was not scared of him no more. They wasn't. They Because he was the elbow. He, he sparked that competitive competitiveness competitiveness in them. And they knew, I can't back, let, let you back. I can't do that. I don't care. I'm going to keep going. You know what I'm saying? And he and I just think, um, I can't believe that. I was shocked. Even though Jordan is extremely more taller than him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that just was, that shocked me. That shocked me. That shocked me. Yeah, you? man.
1: Well, as far as, you know, as far as him that guarding Jordan, it or just free in game, general? It's a, it's yeah, a free and, game. yeah, and that's what's so weird. Like, like, and like, Peyton was like, "Look, enough. I don't care what you saying George. George, I'm, I'm, I'm guarding Jordan. I don't care. You know, manage the course language. Like look, I'm guarding Jordan. Um, like, and it's funny though. I just think it's just funny. Like. But I mean, I'm not saying he he held his own, and that's the thing where, like you said, those these guys weren't scared because, like, they want they they want they weren't worshiping him, right? And they like, look, you know, I'm you know, if I want to be the best, I got to go against the best. Iron sharp is iron, right?
2: And oh, what a! And then like, I'm not, i and it's funny because it's Michael Jordan. He supposed to laugh. But I'm not saying he did – I'm not saying any of that, but I'm just saying it makes me feel a little weird. Like, why wouldn't you, as a coach – and this is George Carl. He's been coaching for a long yeah. time, even before that. And I'm like, why mm-hmm. wouldn't you have him on the best – you know what I mean? Like, who was he sticking? Well, I needed for, sc- need for him to score. What? So you're going to think you're going to outscore. You know what I mean? So what were you going to do, speed the game
1: up? You can do Play both. Off. I mean, you think about Gary Payton was probably only with about 26, 27 years old. Like, he could have handled it. He probably could have did both at that time. I mean, think about it. It's 96. Like, dude probably was only like 27, 28 back then. He would have been straight. But yeah, man, times I tell people, coaching, 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 coaching. You have to put people in the right position. They people think, "Oh, that's why." I like, "Oh, Steve Kerr. If I had that team, I would win a championship." No, the hell you wouldn't. No, the hell you wouldn't. And it's just like coaching, like coaching. It is, it makes a world of difference. And and that's funny that we talked about um we about Coach Kerr in the beginning. Well, Steve Kerr. Mm-hmm. And that's just one of the things where it's like. <laughs> He he punched Jordan first, right? And that's the thing I didn't know, and that's funny, and it's weird like how when you really sit back and you think like, because I used to be like, damn, that's kind of messed up. Like, why would you hit like the, the smallest person on the team? And I thought they even back in the day, right, right? Because they and like, to make them like a, a Yeah, but I was like, Money. oh yeah, because first of all, yeah, and that's what's going what happen You
2: punched you know that though? You know how you're yeah. doing that, Jordan? That's because Jordan, like as I said, it was different, bro. Like, when yeah. he came mm-hmm. back, when he came back, yeah. and you mm-hmm. got and then you got to say, when he came back, too, Pippen had already had things a certain way. And mm. I don't think they're going to say that. I think a lot of those players was upset because they liked the chemistry and how Pippen had it. Now Jordan yeah. back. But like what I said earlier, like, I like I told my dad, I said, "Man, I believe that that second team. I believe, even though Michael was Michael, of course Michael's the leader, but I think Scotty Timpson was the leader because he had to balance it. Him, you know, what I mean, it had to be balanced. You know, what yeah. you, understand what, you understand what i mean by that,
0: like yeah, even though George be,
2: is fired, he got to be the one to say, hey. It's
0: hey
1: like I, uh, I, I know, I know. It's almost like I, and I hate to kind of use this type of tone." Someone like a father, like a mother and the father dynamic.
2: Right, right, right. No, you just okay. That's yeah. okay, like a sun and the moon. That's right. Yeah, right. sun and the moon you
1: know That'd be perfect. Yeah,
2: yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like, and I and I noticed that. But how else was Scotty supposed to become that if he didn't? That's why I said when you really play yeah. it, like a lot of that stuff had to happen. A lot of that stuff had to happen because Scotty probably would have never been able to be the leader that he became. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like You got mm-hmm. one guy. You got one guy who never made any mistakes. That's why he's that's why he's Jordan. And you got this mm-hmm. other guy who could be who's great, but he makes some mistakes but he overcomes those. That's that's a wonderful yeah. package, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then, then and then this this guy by the name of Dennis Rodman come who's almost like both of them like put together. You know,
0: who's it
1: him? Who's like the, the the savant, like Jordan, and right. kind of re, the rebellious portion of Scotty Pippen in in essence.
2: Right, right, and, yeah. and they like put the like put together. No, no lie, yep. you know. And
0: yep.
2: Um, the one thing I did like about it is that I remember coming up, they made it seem like Dennis Rodman was always battling against. I have not seen that since the Dennis episode, but they just always made it seem like Dennis Rodman was. Messing up the chemistry, or right. making things bad, or or just being such a knucklehead, and this, this, and that, right. and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And Dennis oh, yeah. was so important to Wanington, Purdue, all those guys. He was important to them mm-hmm. to, to make them. You know what I mean? They knew they they job wasn't going to be as hard because Dennis was there. Everybody though,
1: right? He, he was he was, was the workhorse. At,
0: yeah.
1: yeah, he was the, he was the. He was well. I would call the stir, He was the straw that stirs the drink for the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, as far as when well, you are looking about, like just like the grit work. Yeah, I'm telling you, Dennis. I'm going to tell people like, and that's one thing too. I really haven't appreciated Dennis. Like this whole documentary.
0: Who yeah, I think man. is going to come
1: out of this like looking very well is Dennis because Dennis. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it, and it just, and it's almost like he he goes to a place where he gets that second home. Mm. And I think we talked about this a few weeks ago, where you know he, I think when he was young in Detroit, he was naive to the business of the league, mm. and then you know he goes to you know San Antonio have a few little you know years there, and then go to Chicago, and it's just like. You know, right. and then he almost had that type of same environment like it was like in Detroit where he had a not a well I don't think Phil would be because quote unquote a father figure but I think they were more like kindred spirits like I you know as, as right. I said in the previous years right. or in previous um parts right. where they were just kindred spirits more so than that I don't think a father son but kindred spirits would be the probably the best tone term for them.
2: And, One thing I liked about it was um, they really telling the truth of how important Horace Grant was to the team and why they – and then there's a couple of different angles they went with why the Bulls lost to Orlando, right? And they also expressed that Jordan was not happy that Horace was actually, had left, he wasn't here no more, you know what I mean, and we've had these conversations about what people over the years, and I always say, the one of the reasons they lost was because they didn't have Horace Grant, like, you hear all these conversations, right, about um, these people talking on both these channels, and, they never bring up Horace Grant. They really they never bring up Ku Coach. Definitely didn't bring him up. But they never bring up Horace Grant and how important Horace Grant was to them winning championships. You know? Yeah. And to hear it actually people actually come out and say it. You know, and I think he said, it. I think did did Jordan say it? About did he did he say that, you know, one of the reasons it really bothered me that Horace wasn't there, we needed um some rebounding. We needed that we needed that guy.
0: That
2: athletic yeah. guy, because you know, to Horace Grant yeah. went to he went Horace Brand went to Orlando and he became a superstar. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he showed that he was, you know, doing his thing, and I, that... yeah. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. That was weird. Um, yeah. That was one. That was one of the things that um, really had. Um, that made me excited to hear that. That's okay. They really found the truth, y'all. Like, you know what I mean? Because they never that third guy. They never really want to ever say uh, that this person was very important to the team. That's one of the reasons why they lost. Yeah,
1: you know because you got to think about it. Yeah, because you got to think about it. horse was an all star at the left. Remember that right, that last year in Chicago, he was an all star. That was the first. That was the, that was the only time he was an all star. Oh
2: wow, that's crazy. That. Yeah, probably. So yeah, that was he a, was a contract
1: in. year, huh? Yeah, and he went to Orlando and became a a prime free agent, which is crazy. You know, back in those days in ninety four, like, like yeah, he was end up becoming a prime free agent for um for the Magic. And it's funny, right. like, yeah, man, it's I mean, it's, it's 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 just it's just crazy, like how you know. Kind of reliving this stuff, and and then this, an education of it. It's mm-hmm. almost like the behind the scenes of it, where your perception has really changed. Like your, you thought you knew what was going on, but now this kind of reels you back in. Like
0: mm-hmm. a lot
1: of stuff I did not know, and right. it's, and, I, and I'm enjoying it. So of course I know you are. I know you are. So of course. The final two episodes of uh, Sunday night, and I am really, like, sad by I can <laughs> believe mean, it. I ain't
2: going front. I ain't going front. Because there's really nothing on, like, on a Sunday. I was sitting yeah. back like, yo, there's really nothing on Sunday. It's like they set us up to watch this, you know? Yeah. And and I'm sitting here like, there's really nothing to really watch besides this on a Sunday. I'm happy they giving you two, you know what I mean?
0: That yes. makes it even and I, better. But yes.
1: So now we're at a point where the two worlds are going to collide at one point. I wonder how it's going to, how it's going to play out. So, what are you expecting in episode nine and ten?
2: No, I think that um, I think I'm gonna get this to you because I don't I don't really know. You tell me, and then I feed off of that because. I really don't know, man. Like okay, like right, I think right. a lot of the stuff that I was looking forward to they've they've thrown out there, you know? Um. Yeah. Oh, okay, I will I will tell you this. Him getting sick at Utah. Um him getting sick at Utah, uh the push off. You know, the last I shot. You, man. man, he pushed in down the third word. You don't stop it. Um <laughs> and I think that's about it. Oh, I hope, um, and that's about it. I mean, I'm sure they're not going to talk about him going to the Wizards. <laughs> you know, No. they don't have anything to do with it. So,
1: um, yeah. Let me see. Is anything? I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm just interested in how these two worlds are going to collide because you're thinking about on. The, I call it the left side where this is after the Seattle series, you know, of course the last part of that is the winning championship and Jordan crying, you know, of course winning the championship on Father's Day. Mm -hmm. Then on the right side, you got the Eastern Conference Finals between those vaulted Indiana Pacers that had my anxiety on like a million as a 13-year-old child, which I think I'll I'll bring up a weird story next week about that. So... Mm -hmm. Now I wonder how they're going to meet in this little intersection, um, and then you know, so that's going to be interesting. Of course, they're going to show the '97 finals, and then they're going to show the the Indiana series, and then the uh, final. Then the final, um, you know, then the, you know, final series is Utah. So I think it's going to be kind of weird how I think it's going to be weird because I think they're going to have like you know the '97 Utah series and the '98. Series kind of coming together in some kind of weird way, so I think it's going to be interesting. And it's just weird. I think this is, and it's weird because I think this is like the the closure. I'm hoping we can get some form. Well, we're never going to get closure that that we that's really, really, really needed. But some form of closure because I don't even really when I really sit down and think about it, they didn't have a. a Well, they didn't have, like, a ring ceremony, I don't think. Because, of course, I know they had the lockout short season. But I don't recall them having a ring ceremony, everybody coming back and getting rings. Even though they – I don't know if they're going to touch on this or not, but I don't know. But it's going to be interesting. And then I think, you know, of course, they'll probably show, like, where everybody went after after the fact. But that, I mean – that's going to be it, man. It's, it's crazy. Like, these five weeks have gone by so fast. <laughs> it's just unreal. It's just unreal, like, how these five weeks have just gone, have flown by.
0: Yeah,
2: and there's some good stuff, too, man. Like, when when in, you'd be like, damn, okay. They outdoing theyself, man. I, I would say this. Even though the dude that directed it, I'm like, he on some really good um, sniffies. <laughs> you know what I mean? When they interview oh, yeah, him. yeah. <laughs> like, he mm-hmm. looks extremely intense. But he did a great yeah. job,
0: man.
2: He did a great job, and man. It, it was time, yeah. man. It
1: was time, man. And what's funny about that, I never knew, like, because I was thinking that, George, you know, the Jordan crying scene, where he, mm-hmm. you know, infamous said, to, you know, break. He so said that was, like, one of the first, that was one of the first interviews. <laughs> and I'm like, God, that's crazy. Like, I, they probably think of themselves, like, damn, like, this gonna be crazy. This gonna be crazy, but yeah, it's gonna be very, very interesting of how that's gonna play out. And right. I just can't, I just can't wait to Ju- to July when it comes on Netflix. I binge watch it for right. ten hours. I, I I make time for that.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> I
1: mean, I'm being, I'm being already, real.
2: You already seen it, man. I mean, come on. So. What <laughs> right. are you supposed to
1: do? Yeah, you can watch stuff over and over again. Right, I know. And get different meanings and get different meanings and different feelings. Right. right. Yeah, man, I'm going to binge watch it like crazy.
2: You know, piggyback on Jordan, too, like his friends, I think he started, you know, trusting too many, some of the wrong people. Like, you know, they might have the same interests. like you said, playing golf. And it just was a lot of people, like um, – uh like leeches fucking off of him. Oh yeah, I seen him gamble and did this and that. Now they got a book they could sell for. You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. like him leaving the game and having like like fresh air was like almost like him doing like a cleanse almost seemed like. You know what I mean?
0: Mhm.
2: And just getting out of it, you know, and it just seemed like, and I kept saying, I was like, damn, his dad passed. I said, you know, it's, you, you've noticed it. Watch it again. You see like three or four people who act like they his best friend. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's like three or four people on there that keep saying that they his mm. best friend. And I'm like, you know, and, yeah. and you got to understand, too, not to disrespect Michael, not saying that he's not a a, a a brilliant individual, but, you know, he might not be the street best street smart person. He might not be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Might, there might be certain things about him that, you know, he looked like he's this on a basketball court, but outside he might not be as sharp as,
1: so you, think you, you know do. what I mean?
2: But, you know what I mean? Because he was country dude and, you know what I mean? Though he's from New York, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was thinking mm-hmm. about that, that. He was in Chicago, man, probably one of – well, let me explain something to you. I'm watching another – Documentary on Netflix called Trial by Media. And do you know the last probably five or four governors of Illinois all been indicted to go to prison?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's funny because somebody. Yeah, we yeah. here. We're you about what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. We're right. always over here because
2: I got, I got it. a story. But you understand man. what I'm saying? So if you yeah. think that. Yeah. So if you in Chicago, right, and he he. He's dealing with some of the gangsters, gangsters, some of the, you know what I mean? And he's Michael Jordan, like, everybody wants a piece of him. Yeah. You understand? Let, let, let's be real. Everybody wants a piece of him. Like, once you at that place, there's no star that is at that place that somebody don't really, really want a piece of him and not do something, exactly. you know? If There are others, I'm telling you, I, I would not, there's stories but he was protected. But I'm telling you, I bet you there's stories that there's been some some crazy, crazy stuff happen, And for him to be yeah. in the certain predicaments that he was like, man, I, I shouldn't be here. <laughs> like, you
0: know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
2: you know. But it's, he's being vulnerable. And I'm, and I'm hoping after this whole thing that he gets out of it what he really, I think he needs to get. And, you know, what we're probably going to see it, you might see it when the if the season ever starts or something like that. Yeah. And hopefully his his team start getting better. Maybe he'll start it fo- seem like maybe he'll hopefully he can start focusing on trying to better his franchise.
1: Hmm. <laughs> you know. Good luck with that. So <laughs> and we, um, we did mention that the uh, the last um last dance dog will be on Netflix. I think it's gonna be in July. So hopefully in July we may have a potential NBA season, but we shall see. So Shaq, um, he came out um, the other day, and I made this comment about um, about finishing the season, and I'm verbatim. So, um, so this is Shaq, um, a quote, uh, just scrap the season, just scrap it. To try and come back now and do a rush playoffs as a player, any team that wins this year, that's an asterisk. They're not going to get the respect, so scrap it. Worry about the safety of the fans and the people and come back next year. Um, your thoughts on Shaq um, about um, really, scrapping the NBA season?
2: Right. Uh, I really, really want basketball, bro. Me wanting to, watching every Lakers game and... I really, and I really think, you know, I really think they can do it because I've seen some stuff over the weekend, which I'm going to give the game ball to this organization because they pulled it off. But, bruh, listening to Jason Williams this morning and what he was saying, and I think Shaq, Charles, and Jason is speaking for the players because they were saying, Mm -hmm. like, you know, and – the all-around health bro think about it okay somebody they they play in the game right and then somebody has a fever or some some type of symptom right yeah. and then they have to shut everything down again <laughs> you know what I mean because mm-hmm. this person may be positive or somebody get positive yeah you know what I'm saying that would be it, it'd be right back to where we were right
1: right and it speaks to what I was saying a few weeks ago. NBA got to be smart about it. You got lucky. You got lucky the first time, extremely lucky, because right. this could have went disastrous. And the thing is, I don't see it happening. It's I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, as the days passing and there isn't something quote unquote concrete. In my personal opinion. I just I think we're going to head to a point where Adam Silver is going to literally say, you know what, guys, the surgery went great, but the patient died. Like he's getting, like, I think we're going to get to a point where because a lot of them are saying, well, let's um, let's not just start in the playoffs, but in the same token, it makes all the more sense because okay, I look at the Eastern Conference and the West Conference. I wanna say Portland is that ninth spot and I think they're 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 three and a half behind um Memphis. And then in the and then in the east, it's Washington, Washington ninth seed and Orlando's the eighth seed, and I think they're like three and a half like I think three and a half to five games out. So my point is this, why even put why even have them playing? Because even if you play what they say like three week regular season, they're not going to be able to overcome that in no three weeks, right. essentially. And my thing is this: if you want to still have the seven game series and play these games, you have to start no later than February, um, fourth of July, because when you really that, because you can't you can't prolong the season and like Labor Day is a cutoff. Labor day's got to be game 7 in the NBA finals point right. blank period cuz if you want to start in December or you know or Christmas you know it might be earlier than Christmas but if you want to start in December you you this got to end by labor day and then like um the testing and then they were saying well we're not going to test people who don't show symptoms but that's who you need to test the ones who are asymptomatic like the Donovan Mitchells. Like, uh, okay. you know, if it weren't for that situation with Rudy Gobert and everybody's not getting tested, we never know. And he'd have been carrying around, who's to say they would have played four or five more games, they could have been traveling, and they could have just had this spread. And then Charles Barkley... I think he made a good point. And I've never really thought about it because, like, I'm like most people, I really think about, like, not selfishly, but I just think about just the players. But you got to think about it. You can put them in a bubble, but everybody else around them can't be in a bubble. Mm-hmm. If they stay in these hotel rooms, like, and this is what Charles, this is coming out of Charles Walkley's mouth. So you can't, you you can't essentially bubble the people who work at the hotel, the people who are going to deliver their food, the people who are going to clean their rooms, like because they they got to go back home, they got to go back to the grocery store, they might have to you know go to the doctor's appointment. They got they still have the and that's just kind of live their life. And then how can you force these like you said twenty year old guys in their rooms for two months with no company? Nobody ain't gonna get flued out, as 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 a young woman, young woman, eloquent woman would say. You don't think they gonna flash some people out? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you think about it, it's just the whole putting them in a bubble thing. I just don't think that's gonna work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And just like if you just had those guys like quarantined together, yeah. But it's so many other opponents that come with that. And then a part of me is like, do you allow them to bring a minimum of like three or four people with them, or do they just come by themselves? That's another thing where I think they need to really work out because you got to think about it. Two months essentially is a long time to be away from, especially if you you know if you you know a married guy with children, and that could be a that could be tough. So. But then part of you is like, do you want to put them in that predicament as well, putting your family at risk
0: right. by coming with you?
1: So it's – and that's why I think a lot of people fail to realize – I call them YouTube warriors, YouTube commenters. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I always go in there and I always look for comments and people talking about something where people go the war. It should be no big deal. Like this is, this is not – this is a different animal. This is, a, this is something that's preventable, in a sense, where it's like, right. and even in like, you know, you, you sign up for the military, essentially, and the ramification that comes with it, quote unquote, but this is, right. this is, this is something that, in essence, you're kind of forced, and you have to, and, and, and you're going to probably have to make these decisions on the fly, like, the way it sounds, like, it's almost like, you know, when I talk about the dilemma about bringing your family. You may can't even sleep on that. The way the way it's happening now, because today is March, May the twelfth, so you gotta assume within a month from today, which is June twelfth, they gotta be in these facilities and practicing because and getting ready for. I would I would assume July fourth or July first, where these guys could get play, get to play, and then you think about this, and then the, the facilities opening up. And they're just like, and no disrespect, shout out to our, to our boy Bear, but like, why is like, uh-huh. why is like, their re- like, why is their facility open? Like, they're not going nowhere. They're not gonna play. But I understand that like, you have to, and i just that's just for the giggles. But you see how like these certain the facilities are open up because of course due to the states, but like they like it's the restrictions are crazy. Like like. You gotta bring like you gotta use one like your own ball. You can't take a shower, so you gotta come in with your workout clothes. And I think only four people can work out at a time and like the coaches can't even be there. I think you can you can have like up to like I wanna say like four or five assistant coaches. I knew I was reading something like bizarre, like but they gotta watch it from a distance and basically they'll be the ones who'll be supervising and kinda in essence enforcing though you know the the rules. Right. But it's just crazy. And like they can't use like the sauna, they can't use what you would call like communal spaces. Quote unquote mm. like, you know, showers, uh, saunas, you know, those type of things. So it just it's just weird like to see not to see but more so that we have these type of restrictions present day and just imagine in July that we'll be able to have these guys playing on a court with ten, you know, with with essentially ten guys on a court,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but you know,
2: yeah, it's, it's a same? lot to it, man, and yeah. I don't know. I, 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 the only issue is, is that they so afraid to really shut down stuff because money, yeah, and If it all comes and, down. Like, like there was like yeah. a lot of. Money is going to be lost. A lot of money is going to have to be, you know, and it, it kind of is what it is, man. Like, I mean, it kind of is what it is. Like, what are you supposed to do? You're not yeah,
1: prepared, and, you know? Yeah, and that's one thing I think when you really sit down thinking about that, and it's funny because it's, I'm glad I can of expand on it because I remember I was saying how the NBA's got lucky. Mm-hmm. Because just imagine if, that happened o k c and they you know this, and then all of a sudden, twenty thousand people have coronavirus, and they all linked them to that March eleventh game, and just imagine like the p r nightmare that would be that the n b a would have had like you know, oh my gosh, like it, the n b a was the breeding ground of the coronavirus, you know uh, so yeah, and like you see and, and that's one thing too where. Like and I, I'm glad, like those guys headed out, you know, you know, because I think, like for me, I wouldn't say I look at it from a fan perspective or whatever, but I am, you know, I do have, I do take account of of players' takes on things because they're the ones in the trenches and they're just as, you know, not afraid, but they're cautious. I'm like, I think like like that's that's why I want to use the word. They're more conscious and more cognizant to the fact that that this does persist, that there's a problem, and that you know there's something that in essence could be essentially could be prevented by like like they said like by just halting the season. Like you said, there is some money with it too, and then I never realized I don't know if it's the NBA or the NFL. That 40, I think it's the NFL, but I never knew like how much ticket revenue really plays a huge factor. And I was like, I think the NFL it accounts for forty percent of their income. And you got to think about it; they're like a billion, they bring in billions of dollars, and they think forty percent of that pie is from ticket sales. So that's one thing where you're like, wow, that's like how. And then you got to think about it, and these guys, are them having to take a pay cut. Especially the way they're saying now, where they even thinking even the NBA come back in October, that they probably not gonna have fans, and you know, of course, the early part of of of, of twenty twenty, maybe even down to twenty twenty one. So this could be a, a, a effect for from for years for them, as far especially yeah. with that their revenue. I'm
2: thinking maybe about eighteen months. for Some reason. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not looking good. It's sad, man, because I think we I think we had it this year. I think he would have got one. Yeah. Think he would have squeezed right through it and got it, but.
1: And, and and then even the asterisk part, I don't even think even if everything happens, present day it would be. But I think about, like, it's funny because we talked about the Spurs. Because, you know, we I think one, one of the podcasts we talked about, well, um, who won after the Bulls. I was like, well, the Spurs won but I never mentioned the asterisk that you know that right. they only play the 50 game regular season because you got to think about it we're 21 years removed from it huh, yeah if we talk about it next year yeah there's there's other sports
2: that certain stuff happened that I know something like this happened before i ain't studying nothing, mm-hmm. but it's just it's just yeah yeah things happen and yeah. why do you – why do we – you know, why is it that our generation or whatever just feel like they always want to – we got to be smart and stop, like, even Shaq saying that. Like, Shaq, even though you're not um, playing now, I still look at Shaq being a part of this generation. Like, he's still, love, he's still a part of it, even if he's commentating. He's still a part of it. And it's like, yeah. okay, you know, I won my championships like this, and so since this happened – to me, it's, it would be harder, We'd we'll be honest with you. And whoever wins the championship this time, it probably will be extremely harder for them because they have to get in shape, they have to do this, they have to do that, you know what I mean, and do it fast. So why has it always got to be, you know, you put something – like, for instance, they put that on there, right? And let's say, like, uh, junior, 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 or, 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 you know what I'm saying, your grandbaby will look through your books and say, how come this is right there by this team? And then they yeah. will go – then everybody will start giving them all the, you know what I'm saying? Oh, let's see what happened there. What? It was a pandemic. What? Like, you know what I mean? That's right, crazy, right. you know? You know, and then they right. did get that, they single it out. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, that's why, man, it, it is what it is. Yeah.
1: And like I like, was, like, yeah. Yeah, like I was saying where if you look at it 20, like when I talk about this first situation, I still say that they won five NBA titles. I don't talk about, well, the first one was a fluke because they started in January. No, that's all the more, and and the same thing can happen here where they play 60-something games, and then they play the playoffs. So it would literally be almost the same scenario in a sense. Of course, it's not a work stoppage, but when we look at it from, like, the game type of standpoint as far as the many games that have been played, it would be similar to 1999. Yeah, I mean maybe like like two thousand, like maybe the, maybe the the two thousand we might look at it, but now twenty one years later, it's a championship. You know yeah. that was the beginning of their run, and like if and just you know just saying the like if the Lakers if they were to win, just say like three out of the next four or five years, and this is supposed to be one year. Nobody going give a damn about that in the grand scheme of thing about it. Who gonna have a who, who? Who gonna say that? Like who gonna say it's an And you'd be lucky right. if it happened at this point. If it happened, right. shoot, he lucky. And I
2: started thinking, and then you know, I was like, "Man, why would he say that? I would think that he would want it." And it's like a uh, you would want them to finish the season, like because it feel like man, we empty, like you know what I mean, like man, yeah, kind of like you know, you seeing two fights and then you don't get the third one, like man.
0: You know what yeah. I mean? Like you,
2: one person win the first one, the other person win the second one. You like, dang man, we should get a third one just to finish it. And you know it feels that way
0: oh, yeah. because yeah. this
2: was the, this was the season where, um, it was supposed to be a something newborn. You know what I'm saying? Like the Warriors is hurt. All the all all these different teams done the changed. You know what I mean? All these players yeah. that, went to different teams, and it's like. This is, was an opportunity for, for, you know what I mean? Then you got a lot of younger teams like uh, Memphis and um, uh, what's Zion's team? Uh
0: The
1: Pelicans, Higgins? yeah. The, the, the Pelicans, Pelicans, yeah.
2: You know, you got a lot of yeah. New Orleans, you know what I'm saying, a lot of these teams pushing forward. You know, you got Carmelo. It's like it's a bunch of stuff that was being moved around, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you're like, okay. And then. Even looking at Philly, like are they gonna make it? Are they gonna make a push? Or what are they gonna do? Is the was the right. Raptors gonna be okay without Kawhi? Where the Clippers yeah. gonna be better? after they made all these moves. You know what I mean? Like it's just so many questions, man. And it's like, damn. Mm-hmm. But you, you know what? We got to understand. Like my daughter, do- my daughter got a dollar bill, right? And she said, "Daddy, you see there's a pyramid," and blah blah blah. And I said. I said, "Do you read it?" It said, "In God we trust." I said, "That's because people value money, right?" I said, "But yep. to be honest with you, we need to start valuing people." And, yep. and him, you know, saying that's what we should start valuing because money is nothing without people. You know what I'm saying? And right, I'm, I love sports. We have a po- you know, we do our, you we'll know, do the podcast, and we we fighting through it. But man. I don't want to see nobody getting sick because people are dying. And even though you may not know somebody, I met some people today. You know, his dad came over to his buddy's house, and his dad kept staying away from me. You know what I mean? He said, I'm just trying to make the best of it, Sean. I said, you know anybody that got it? Just just asking because there's a lot of older people passing. He said no. And then he was asking me questions about the mail, like how should I do it? Should I spray it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's trying to figure yeah. out a way for it to open up. We have none of that information, though, How to what to do. I haven't heard anything about, you know, when I get my mail, how should I clean it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. somebody's saying you can't saw it. Like, what could you do? You know? So, I just, it, it really almost, it's almost, to me, it's almost like saying they might need to shut it down, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so yeah. they can move forward and get and start really studying and try to get a plan going, you know?
0: I mm-hmm. was even thinking,
2: like, damn, what would it be like them playing with um uh, a mask? <laughs> I was oh, a, no. a mask uh, or a face, you know, a face. Oh, man, it ain't gonna work.
1: <laughs> no, no, cause it, it's hard to breathe in one of the for real. Yes,
2: let me tell you.
1: And that's why I tell people, like, and they, cause like we've been talking about, like, you know, I don't understand why people who be working at the grocery store don't have, man, like, man, it's hard to just walk down a few hours. Just imagine you ringing people up, you gotta put up stock. I'm like, man, I wouldn't, man, bro, I would be taking like a five minute break every, like, five minutes. Mm -hmm. Cause, like, you, you, like, cause you really gotta sit there and think, cause they're working. Like, you're just taking a 20 or 30-something minute shopping trip. Like, that's nothing. Like, you, you're good. But just imagine eight hours a day, and it's already, like, another with me is it's tight because I guess with just the beard and everything, too, and then, like, it, it like it's really tight around my ears, so my ear hurts. So that's how I just, like, I see why. Because, like, it's, it's extremely uncomfortable. Like, even in the 30 minutes I'm at a store. Right. Like, just imagine an eight-hour day.
2: Yes. Like, yes. Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: Like, you know what's funny? If I feel like, like my body, I pay attention to like how my body is. So, like, what say if I get mm-hmm. a little chill, a little body? Like, yep. you know, like sometimes I'll be sweating and I had an AC on in the truck and I jump in there and I mm-hmm. get a little chill. So, you know, your body temperature acting funny. And the truth is, mm-hmm. I put I put the mask on and turn the heat on and I will start sweating. No lie. I got to start sweating because there's something about putting that mask on. It almost make me feel like my body is, like, it's working hard or something. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's, like, pump, Like, something ain't right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm telling you, with Planet Fitness open up, I might have to use yeah. that for real. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I was like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, it's really making me sweat just like that. So I have to take it off and put it under my chin. Like when I'm at work, cause it's just like I can't uh-huh. breathe in this thing. Can't
1: breathe. Yeah, man, it's, I'm telling you, it's 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 crazy. So what well, yeah, think, man. man? They gonna open? it? What the league?
2: Yeah.
1: Nah. Like I said, yeah, yeah. It's gonna. I, I'm telling you, it's gonna be a situation where Adam Silver gonna say, "Hey, you know what? The surgery was success, but the patient died." Like I think he's really just, in essence, delaying inevitable. I just, I just think the timing of it, like, I just can't see them having it because you, you really have to be quick because you got to think about it. If you're going to do three weeks of training before they go, you know, before they play, okay, three weeks between, okay, so, so July 1st, it would be, I would think, would be the ideal date to start it. So you're thinking to yourself, okay, well, You need three weeks between July 1st before you know before July 1st. uh, That's what June and maybe like 10th the 11th. That's like a month from now. Like, and I know things can have can drastically change in a month, but I don't think so. I just really don't think it's gonna happen. And I mean, it's not gonna happen. I think. And I even said I think even from the jump, like I like this one thing I really haven't changed. I like I just can't see see them open, you know, doing that because there really ain't no and this and they're in such a tight spot. It can't be like MLB where they didn't even start the season, so it's easy for them to be like, well, you know what, we can come back July fourth if if we can. You can have a definitive time, and you can you know now they're wrestling between uh, we will have. You know, all the teams played. I don't want them to really play in the playoffs, starting the playoffs, but you kind of – you don't have to. You know, because everybody was thinking, well, they come back in May. They ain't come back in May. Some teams – some facilities may not be open in the next few weeks.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that's another thing, too, where where the states are doing how they're doing. Like, some teams can open up Friday. Some will open, and it's going to be gradual. So, you know – so everybody, like you say, everybody's not gonna be on a level playing field. So it's just like it's like you like you saying, like the Lakers or the uh, Clippers make it and they win a championship. You're like, well, Denver's didn't open up until late May, while other teams opened up there's May eighth. Yeah. There, there should be no asterisk. They're the ones that did They're the one the disadvantage. But yeah, man, right. this not right. gonna happen. I mean, if I'm, I'm, I'm a bad man.
0: <laughs> do you think
1: huh?
2: that um, the NFL going to start?
1: No. Because you know what's going to be crazy about them? Even though I did the schedule release and I was like, in, it, it, that one night I was optimistic. That's what happens. You're always optimistic the, the night when it gets released and the, you, you give yourself about 72 hours to, to live in the fantasy world. But no, because Well, you sit down and think about it because now they're saying that it's probably going to come back in the fall, and that's perfect timing for it. And then the whole thing with the Dolphins situation, because I know they were talking about that they were thinking of maybe, like, packing – because, you know, they they, they have a 65,000-seat arena, and they said, well, we can probably fit about 15,000, and they're about to be scattered. But I'm like, to me – and I don't know how you're gonna be able to control that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when you, especially when I'm thinking about the whole secondary ticket market. So what's gonna happen? Even I guess they'll probably do a certain allotment. Like I guess if you know, if they're probably gonna have like two or three seats for each row. I would assume. But I think that's that's gonna get a little crazy. I don't. I, part of me is like I just don't, This whole large crowd thing. It's going to be a while before you're going to have a large crowd, a large gathering. It's just, it's just it is what it is. Not, and, you know, I don't think so. I don't think, I really, I, I want to be optimistic, but I don't think so. I don't think they're going to start on time. I, I uh, think they, they could, I mean, I'm thinking about it because September, but I don't know if they're going to finish. That's going to be the question.
2: Right. I think that the sports that can do it should go ahead and do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, like like Rome said, he said, man, my sport might be to do it, which is baseball.
1: Mm-hmm. Baseball can do it because they don't have that many people compared right. to – and that's what you we were really saying like with football. And I think Herm Edwards said it best because you really think about it. You got 100 players on one team, another 100 on the other – and then you got, you know, think about combined, like maybe like 50 coaches between the two teams and other like staff members. He's like, that's 300 people, and that's just the people, you know, the people that's supposed to be there, you know, compared to like fans and stuff. And it's like, I just, like, yeah, because baseball is only what, like, think about it one, two, three. Pitcher catcher outfit and then yeah because and, and you got that's also ultimate social distancing sport because they really are like more than six feet apart from each other, mm-hmm. I mean well over that. The only thing is they might have to do stuff like like we were talking about the other week, the sanitary thing as far as I don't think you need to be spitting on balls and stuff like that. But I mean, but you know I think they could bring me that situation. I don't think or oh, you just if you do that that's 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 it, it would, you know, you get a new ball. But I don't know, man, but I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking nah. But yeah, man, let's put a ball next week's Couch Coach Live, man. Um Game Ball.
2: Um giving a game ball to a successful UFC event um this Saturday, the prelims the prelims was great. Um I saw the few I saw the the new normal, you know, everybody had a mask, um, except for the the ref and the the fighters it got through well, was bloody, you know the whole nine, and they got through it, you know what I'm saying and it 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 was different. I know it was extremely different um, you know it's it's so weird, man, it almost makes me feel bro, that it we're, that we're going to be just watching things from home and they're going to have virtual fans. You know that?
1: Yeah, like I mean, robots. Like, like, yeah, um, like if like
2: not robots, it's going to be virtual where you could buy a seat and you'll be watching it. I remember seeing something like that, too, they were promoting. Oh. You can buy the seat, but you can watch it from home or or, or your phone.
1: Virtual reality. Yeah. yeah and
2: it, virtual yeah, reality. Because and and yep. remember I was trying to explain to you, I said, bro, you probably don't know this, but a lot of things move based upon wwe and wrestlemania that's what they did they had a whole segment where um they put you know because they had like a movie studio they had a studio they in florida like the universal studios or something like that so they use virtual stuff like they had like john cena had like this thing where they was going in time and bringing it back and they was using um like a green room type of stuff in this in this wrestling match. You know, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? They made mm-hmm. it like a movie rather than a live. And I and I was like, the, I think they're gonna do the same thing with like, with like UFC. I was like, damn, if they keep doing that, then they just have like um, virtual people in that. You know what I mean? With it, just yeah. something to throw out there. I just could see them doing something like that where you be, be you pay for the ticket, but you can watch it from home. You know what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because I know the but, NBA was the NBA was doing some kind of well, they weren't like doing the charging, but I know they were talking about like a VR experience like years ago.
2: Right. And, and I, I was the like, yeah, I remember.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, you know
2: when I saw the commercial when I started watching Sports Net, and it was like, if you want to watch a Laker game, you know what I mean, you can live the experience, and it's like you buy the ticket. Yeah. And it's like you're there and you look into the person beside. Like you're literally looking at the person who's supposed to be sitting beside you or something like crazy mess.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
2: like, <laughs> just throwing it out there. I ain't saying that's going to happen, but I noticed they're in smaller things, like smaller rooms, and it has that effect to it to me. But yeah. it was a great event. It was raw, it was very raw. Not having a crowd there made it very raw. And it made it like a real fight too, and they were going at it. And it was great. All the matches was great. Um, it was trending wonderfully. Like you got, just like everybody watching Last Dance. I'm sure everybody watched that event
0: because it's nothing. Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. all the NFL player was trending. It was like man, the every fight was great from the prelims all the way to the prelims all the way to the um um main events. You know what I mean? And it wasn't pay per view. It was still you got to pay for it, but it was on ESPN+. Plus, yeah. You know what I mean? Which is really you know, nothing, but it was great. I wanted to just, you know, give them the game ball. They got through it. And then Dana White's talking about actually getting a UFC island.
1: Yes. Yeah, I heard about that. That's crazy.
2: That's crazy.
1: That's crazy. But yeah, man, um... So my game ball goes to Mo Williams, aka Mogadi. This guy hired as the new head coach at Alabama State University. Devin who shout out to mm. Mogadi, the uh, 2009 NBA All Star. Mm. uh you know, doing his thing. Definitely, who shout out to the uh, Pride of Jackson, Mississippi. Final mm. thoughts, man, before we head on out.
2: Oh, man, you know, we still, you know. Hey man, Kyle, Congratulations on you, man. I see you doing some other things with the with, with your brand, and you know, yeah, you know yeah. I mean, I'm a part of this point part of it. But shout out to you, man. Um, final thoughts: Just hey, um, you know, we still moving forward with this pandemic. Just just you know, keep sanitized masks and you yeah. know um, gloves, and you know, talk to people. If you haven't talked to while holler at them because you know, I pe- people are passing. See how I many like iconic yeah.
0: stars we lost in like the last
1: yeah. five days. Yes, it was weird. Like Saturday was so weird because it's like because you know everything happened with Andre Harrell, right? And then everybody, then all of a sudden, yeah. And then all of a sudden, because I remember I went to the grocery store and then I because I don't check my phone now since you know all this stuff mm-hmm. going on, you know. And so I got home. And I'm like, Little Rich? And it's crazy because i just seen an episode when he was on Martin mm-hmm. like two weeks ago. And then we, and, and we were saying like, yo, is Little Rich still alive? Because I did a Google search on him like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And then that happens. I was like, yo, that's wild. And then Andre Harrell, when well, he posted a thing on Instagram talking about some, um, I'm leaving for 2021 tomorrow morning.
2: That's crazy. I ain't heard nothing
1: about that. That's weird, bro. Look, look at, look at his Instagram. Look his last Instagram photo. He said, "Um, I'm leaving for I'm leaving for 2021 tomorrow. Um, we leaving tomorrow. Anybody want to come? We leaving tomorrow morning. And then he passed that next morning. It's wild. So I said, man, crazy. 2020.
2: They said that they heard like he literally. Because, you know, I, my, my, my big thing, too, is I'm paying attention to these music battles, these verses. And mm-hmm. then Erica Badu, bro, Erica Badu and Jill Scott, a billion views, bro. That's crazy. A, a billion, dude. They, they started off 740,000 views. Michelle Obama was in the house by the second song, bro. You know what I'm yeah. saying? A billion views. And then they said he was so hyped about it because it's getting more popular. And, you know, he has iconic artists. And what's happening by yeah. them doing these these battles is people is going back and looking up their catalog. So, you know, he, mm-hmm. he's a big iconic thing. So he was really about that. But it wasn't even that. It was also, from what I'm hearing, he was putting things together for the election.
0: And a lot of those yeah. different things he was putting, he was getting motivated to
2: uh, move forward on a lot of stuff. And then they was like, man, they were just shocked that he ended yeah. up passing. Somebody yeah. said they was on the phone with him, and they heard him drop the phone, and they hadn't heard from him for a while, and went over there, and he had heart failure. That's crazy. I know, right? It's crazy, man. Richie, Richard, Little Richard and, you know, Betty Wright and um, yes. Jerry, Jerry – uh,
1: uh, Jerry Stiller. And,
2: yeah, man. I'm like, like, wow. Yeah.
1: And that's uh, crazy because I thought about it. It's weird because how I love Andre um, Harrell and um, Betty Wright together because of making the band. And that's crazy. And I right. thought, and it's, and it's the, that's, I'm telling you, it's so weird when you really think about it because I remember she was helping uh, Sarah. Yo, it got bad yo, Betty Wright is here helping Sarah write songs. But <laughs> <laughs> i <listening> to you. <laughs> but, but, it's, but it's funny because and I remember Andre Harrell was on the episode of, of Making the Band and I remember that too. And it's crazy right. how like because she passed, was Saturday too on it? Or was right. it Sunday? Look, it, I think it was Saturday or Sunday. Um, yeah. She, uh.
2: All, everybody you can think of, from J-Lo to Dustin Timberlake and NSYNC, mm-hmm. like she was that, she was that everybody, bro. I was like, yo, y'all don't yeah. understand, like, this the one that really showed everybody how to sing. Yeah. I like am like, yo, she's iconic, bro.
1: Right, and even you know, Sarah soaks I'm oh, sorry. I had to kind of throw that in there. <laughs> but, yeah, my bad. God.
2: But the world I'm saying is. Yeah. Oh, my God. Man, you ain't supposed to be making me laugh. I'm supposed to be making you laugh.
0: You're <laughs> character,
2: bruh. But he, um, yeah, she just, that's just, it's been a lot. I think it's somebody else yeah. you forget. It's somebody else. Oh, um, okay. yeah. It's like one more person. Um, and I can't yeah, remember. It was it's a black person, right?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my goodness. And it was somebody... Oh gosh, and you know what? It's gonna probably hit me after the podcast, and I'll be like, "Oh snap!" Right? Because it was. I had to think about it because I think it was just, but it was somebody else. I forgot who it was. Oh, uh, a dude from um. Oh, he was like a rapper. Shoot. Um, he was a rapper. He no, nah, he will not with Sugar Hill game. It was complicated. I'm telling you, somebody, and I'm gonna um, I guarantee you, I'm gonna figure that thing out like in 15 minutes after the podcast is over, and be like, dang.
0: If, if, if he was
1: Sugar. He wasn't in Sugar Hill Gang. No, nah, it was it was, of, you know, it was one of it was one of them legend like a legendary group, rap groups. I think, I think. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and i and I, you know how sometimes you just throw something out, and you like, and, and hopefully something catches. Man, and I'm like,
2: it's, it's a, it's a, it's a lot, man. It's a lot.
1: Yeah, it's man. 2020, lot. man. It's, it's hitting everybody. Like, sports world, music world, man. It's just crazy. And we yeah. ain't even halfway there yet. And then we ain't even halfway there yet. Halfway, ain't even halfway. Crazy.
2: Halfway. Yeah.
1: So yeah, man. So let's put a bonus week's Couch Coach Live. Where can they find your social media?
2: Um And Deshaun Morgan
1: on Facebook and BT Morgan 78 m at Instagram. All right. And uh, don't forget to follow the podcast on any of your favorite, uh, wherever you receive podcasts, Apple Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, all that, we're there. Social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, under Couch Coach Live, man. Um, we'll catch you guys next week, man. This has been Couch Coach Live.